When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I'd rather be a Lego figure than a purple tinfoil baked potato going to a rave. <laughs> I get a subtle read. If you come for me, I will skip the reunion and stay home. Oh! <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Alright, I'm Tyler. I'm Travis. And this is Privileged Twinks. It's a one limb there podcast where we recap the housewives of Salt Lake City. Episode... 532. <laughs> 22. The, <laughs> the first finale. No, wait, reunion. Why do I keep saying that? I don't know. Um, this was a wild episode, I feel like. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl. It's exciting. Yeah. I kind of forget, like, just how much drama they pack into it until I was taking all the notes, and it's just so, it just keeps going. Yeah, the, the, uh, also this season was, I feel like, extra jam-packed in comparison to some other franchises. Like, some seasons are, you know, mild, and this one was, like, a lot was going on. Yeah. I feel like Andy didn't even really get to get to... His questions for Jen or Lisa yet, like, at all. Yeah. Um, we also got to see a little bit of the Angie drama Which unfold. <laughs> needed a reminder about that one. <laughs> Not really, but, I mean, it was. It feels like a different season. Yeah, it really does. And also, the way that Heather and Whitney are, like, going to Angie's birthday parties and, like, have all the texts like she showed all the texts with Lisa I think she's definitely going to be on the show next year yeah I could see that happening they definitely insinuated that there were some or no I think Andy Cohen said there were women in the wings so I think that's basically saying there's going to be some new housewives yeah but it just feels or like or maybe some friend ofs yeah but I mean they already have it seems like Lisa and Angie now are like fully not friends based on the fact that they're showing Heather and Whitney Lisa's text messages. Uh-huh. So that could be some good drama there. <laughs> and what else? Do you want to you want to just talk about like highs and lows of each person this episode? Uh, well, not highs and lows, but what are, you said you wanted to like discuss a little bit at the top what we thought. Yeah, I guess maybe get something cuz it goes back and forth. Yeah. So, I was very I didn't. I try not to go into these things with expectations, but I will say I was surprised by some of the, you know, shakings out of it all. I was not expecting for Heather to come out the gate anti Lisa. Me neither. I was like, I was kind of bummed about it. Yeah, Heather. I mean, I guess he- he- watching it back makes you change your perception of people, and I think Heather just like. Well, and it also seems like there's a lot of stuff that happens, that has happened after filming. You think so? Mm Mm-hmm. With Heather and Lisa? Because it sounds like getting close to Angie, they learned 
more things about what Lisa may or may not have said or done. That's regarding... true. But also I could see even like, even if you're living through it and you are thinking the whole time that Lisa's stirring the pot, watching it back all back to back to back to back, mm-hmm. especially those first episodes, like were very eye-opening probably. Yeah. it w- It's a hard argument to say it's coincidental. Yeah. So. Also, I just, I think that Heather is so... Good in reunions. Yeah, no, she no, no, no. She is. Like, she brings the reads, but also just, she's not letting anybody shut her down. She, If anything, she's going to shut you down because she's right, basically. Yeah. Level-headed, but aggressive. What did you think of Meredith kind of having that little moment? Uh, I thought it, okay, so this is part, I was not expecting Meredith to come out on a positive, like, that wasn't positive for her, but like I was like, oh, okay, we're getting a little. Well, she's reading the comments. Insight into why. Well, and she said she's like the reason my behavior is season one versus season two, and I was like, yes, yeah, very different. Yeah. And she's like, but all this stuff was going on that she could talk about. So I mean, does it excuse everything away? No, but does it explain a lot? Yes. Yeah, but I just feel like she kind of has been reading the comments. She knows that people's. Uh, liking of her is not the same as it was season one or even at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. And tanked. I feel like she kind of had to explain why that was. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, she still did all those things. Yeah. <laughs> or didn't do those things. Um, Jen's being surprisingly calm. Well, I like that. It's a change of pace so far. Her lawyers were like, bitch, you can't you be, be crazy. I know. We'll keep it, on, keep it under control. <laughs> she literally said they didn't want her to go. On the show. I mean, that's no. I mean, obviously. I mean, the the same thing with Erica. You know, I'm sure they told her not to do it. Yeah. Um. Whitney was surprisingly nothing like at all came from her. Even when she tried to interject, she just didn't say anything. Well, I feel like the biggest beef, her and Lisa, got into. But I think Heather's kind of speaking for both of them right now. Yeah. And also who's calling who a minion? Right. <laughs> and also, um her biggest beef was with really was with Mary, who's not there. Right. So although she did start the pot a lot, but I did see on Twitter she like made a real big apology about the predator comment. Mm. I guess Mary was basically like, Don't call a black woman a predator when you're not and she made it Whitney had to like make a big apology about it. Interesting. Did she call her predator just for the money thing or for... I don't remember when she said it. I mean, she had to have said it on the show at some point. Yeah. But I would assume it's about the church, yeah. Interesting. I don't remember that. I'm guessing she just said it in a in Talking Head interview. No. Because Mary didn't know it happened until afterward. Um. So, yeah. But That's... also, you can't not come to the reunion because something one person says when you say shitty things about every single person all the time. Right. Well, she's not known for being um, magnanimous. So. Magnanimous? Right. Meredith. <laughs> these big words. <laughs> what did she say today? Reclimped. Verklimped? Verklimped, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what word, what that means. I've said it a lot in my life. I think it's like a Yiddish word. Uh, I think. <laughs> Oh, like Pig Latin. No. Oh my god. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I always said it when I was feeling like, uh, worked up. Like, for Clint. 
I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what it means, but I've said it a lot. <laughs> but she said it when she got emotional, so I guess maybe it means when you're in like, I don't actually know the means, so maybe I've been <laughs> using it wrong. <laughs> You're like, you dummy, you don't know what that word is. But no, I, I said, I can say, I'm the dummy. I might know how to say the word, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's a situational word <laughs> that I'm not sure about anymore. You don't know what the situation would be. Um, and then we, oh, and Jenny, I mean, I think she's doing, I mean, I know she's off the show, so it doesn't really matter, but she's, I think she's doing okay for her first reunion. I want to talk um, about it later. I know, but the the level the level of hypocrisy it's, post it's crazy. Like yeah. I couldn't stop. She was talking about serious matters, but I was like laughing at how just exactly it fits with what she did after the show, <laughs> or like came <laughs> well, out after came the show. After, right. And then did we miss anybody? Oh, Lisa. Then I'm surprised, Lisa. Well, actually, I'm not surprised. But Lisa just doubling down on, like, how... This is the thing. And it was the same with LVP on Beverly Hills. At some point, you can't be perfect all the time. Although Lisa would talk about her imperfections. She just wouldn't really own up to things sometimes. Yeah. And she wouldn't apologize, really, sincerely. Lisa Vanderpump? Yeah. But it's very similar with Lisa Barlow in that she's not, like... Nobody expects you to be 100% perfect, but you talk like you are all the time. So then it's easily believable... That you're putting up a front when other people say that you are. Yeah. So I'm sad that she's doubling down because I feel like people's... I started to like her more when she was like leaning into how she really felt. Yeah. I also feel like that's kind of just all they wanted from her. I think Heather yes. would have like backed down if she would have just said, you're right, I I did stir the pot a little bit and I take ownership of that. Yeah, right. We didn't talk about Andy. What was there to say? I don't know. You love Andy. I do like Andy. He gets on my nerves. <laughs> he, not really, but like, it. He does a good job at bringing things back and letting things talk out, but then pulling it back into the questions. But at the same time, he just hides behind those cards that other people said, so he he gets away with saying whatever he wants, basically, because he says that somebody else asked it. They're very shady. They make. People go crazy because they bring up, like, the Shrek and the Honey Boo Boo thing that I don't even remember was a thing. Mm -hmm. It, like, brings something up from, like, literally a year and a half ago. And in a shady way because somebody else got to say it on Twitter and Andy had read it. Well, that, okay. That only came up, again, because of the Lego comment. So, another comment about Heather's appearance. No, it was asked in a card and then the Lego thing came up. Oh, gotcha. I don't know. I... I'm not I mean, gonna what lie. do you want? The Lego I... thing is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love Heather, and I don't actually like. I feel like she has a really good body, but but it is it was funny. Yeah. Erica. Okay. Do you want to start with the beginning? Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Andy basically comes around and like is talking to them backstage, oh, and he, well, he said that he's not giving. Basically, he was telling the show, telling us that he's not giving Jen any comments or any questions ahead of time. Oh yeah, like he didn't with Erica apparently. Um, and then Lisa and Meredith get talked to, and the, we find out that like Meredith just watched the Lisa thing happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said it was revolting. Right. Um, it was revolting to my family. <laughs> did you think the set was ugly? 
It was a little over I kitsch. hated it. Yeah. It was, like, so close to being cool, but then it was, like, they did a little too much. Yeah. Also, they're, like, there's real water in that hole. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> it does seem a little overly hazardous. Like, why? It's supposed to be ice anyways, which is solid. Oh, no, because it's a fishing hole. You're right. Um, but anyways, they could have just, like, did the shiny plastic or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You couldn't even tell there was just, water in it. From it just the seems like a hazard. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Okay. He's like greeting all the girls, and they're kind of like, "Where's Mary?" They have that funny moment with Jen's gloves, where he says that they it's an audio disaster or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody's seen it five thousand times yeah. at this point. But it is funny. He's yeah. like, "Oh, your outfit will be playing without the gloves." Right. I liked how she was playing peekaboo with her feathers. That outfit is the, the ugliest thing I've literally ever seen. No, you think it's hideous? Yes. I don't think it's hideous. What? Those feathers are like... The only thing I'll say... Chicken butt feathers. Like the, the ones in the end of a chicken butt that like curl over. Okay. So what? Oh, now you're a stickler for what type of feathers are on a dress? <laughs> they just look really weird. They're like fully in her face. And then there's a whole chandelier on her chest. Yeah, that's the only thing I was going to say is a little too close to like... It looks a little bit like... Great grandma's, you know, lamp, table lamp that had all the little fake crystals on it. I actually like crystals, whatever. Lisa's dress, but I hate the shoes that she was wearing. They were like platform gladiator Louboutins. I think, oh, yeah. With like shiny. That's why I said she looks like she's going to a rave. Oh. I think, okay, now we're getting into best and worst dressed. I think yeah, Whitney. Yeah, sorry, maybe we should have done this first. I think Whitney is the best The best dressed, dressed yeah. And Jenny, second for me. Mm, yeah. And then Meredith's the worst. That's a boot, Mama. That no, is a Jen's boot. is the worst. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> At least Meredith, you can see her face. You just think that she has real ostrich feathers. That That's not why I scared her. <laughs> you can still see Jen's face anyways. Jen's is the worst. Meredith is the second. Heather's is the third because it's just boring. Then Lisa, then Jenny, then Whitney. Yeah. I would say. I could, I could agree. Well, I would put Meredith on the bottom. Last. Meredith doesn't look bad <laughs> At least sitting down. But I when like, she stands up, it just looks really top-heavy. I look, I like purple better, and I think hers is more interesting than... I don't know, Meredith's... She shouldn't have fought more. with her designer because she needs a new one. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you think about when Andy addresses every single girl individually? I hate it. It goes on so long. It can be it can be too long sometimes. And it's just awkward. He's like, "Hi, Jen. Hi, Whitney. How are you?" Yeah. You like it? I don't mind it. He calls Lisa baby gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering about that. Is that a thing that I don't know? Someone said to her at some point. Maybe special request. I don't know. I've never heard it. Um. Pretty much right away, Jen is saying that if she would have known all the things that they said at Vail, that she would have flipped the bus on the way to Zion. Uh-huh. Which I think was really directed at Lisa. Yes. Because that's who she was. Fine with Chad. And then she said her lawyers aren't thrilled about her during the reunion. Um, the trial is scheduled for March 22nd, which is so soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was like, is this what you're wearing on your trial day? Uh-huh. <laughs> Just... I just feel like it is a little bit like they aren't taking it that seriously. As serious as it is. Like, 50 years, potentially. Listen, I mean, 
it lends credence to the idea that she's innocent because if she, you know, if she really believes it or if she is, you know, then why would she worry so much when she knows she didn't do anything wrong? Yeah. So maybe it's just, I mean, maybe that's how it is. Maybe she is guilty, but this is a strategy, you know, to be like, why would I go through all this if I was in it? You know, why would I not take a plea if I knew I was guilty type situation? I don't know. Yeah. It just makes you think she she must believe that, or she either is or believes she is innocent. Yeah. Uh, then we get right into addressing the Shrek and Honey Boo Boo comments. And the card is like, how can you forgive her for saying these things? And she's basically like, well, the Shrek thing was, she also called Whitney donkey, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Honey Boo Boo comment, uh, she basically was just like, she said them, but I forgive her. Like, I get, that's a pretty easy answer. But Lisa called me a Lego figurine. <laughs> and I do not forgive her for that. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. And Whitney said, it's body and fat shaming. Mm-hmm. I don't think Lego figurines are fat. They're just... Boxy. They're just boxy, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then this is when we get Meredith actually apologizing to Jen. And Unexpected. Right the question the was exactly what I thought this whole time, which is, if you say that you've... Like, that you accept Jen's apology about the Brooks situation. And she apologized to Brooks. Why are you still mad at her? Mm-hmm. The whole season. And then she basically is just saying that she's sorry for anything she said on the show. For how it could affect Jen's family. She starts crying. And she's basically saying there's, like, a whole a lot of other stuff besides the dad dying. Um, that we didn't know about. Like, something with her nephew having mental health issues. That she couldn't talk about. And then watching it back, Jen was actually one of, the, like, as kind to her as she would, more kind to her than she thought she would should have been in the situation, really. Yeah. Which, I like I said, I thought this was a good, I was like, okay, you're giving us a little credible I reason. What it yeah. I mean, I can wish, it's a hard uh, boat to be in when you're not wanting to speak on, like, somebody else's life on a public platform you know what i mean but it's like also affecting i don't know i guess maybe she could have said she's there's like family like a lot of family issues i don't think that would have been wrong or bad i don't know what do you think it's just more like if you're gonna skirt around it then skirt all the way around it don't give little pieces here and there that are like oh my nephew i'm into health issues but i can't say anything it's not my story but i think that's what she's saying she did in the season she didn't say anything about it And now she's like, maybe, I think now maybe because of the pressure from everything that's happened, she feels like she needs to give something. Make an excuse. Yeah, to make an excuse. Right. Well, an explanation. I'm just kidding. I really hate, okay, when I was a kid, I always hated this, the excuse thing. It's not an excuse and it's explanation. I'm not, there's times I'm like, I'm just telling you how I got here. I'm not asking for a free pass. I'm just explaining it. And you making excuses. I was like, I'm just giving you the reason. I was just kidding. I'm, I mean, it, I'm that's just very I'm unpacking some childhood trauma. Okay. Anyways. What did you make an excuse for? I mean, I was just very chatty. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, I just always like, when I, you know, I was the kid that when, like, my parents... Or anybody, like, authority figures wanted to be like, you need to do this. I would always say, why? But I wasn't questioning doing it. (laughs) I just wanted to know the reason. 
because, I mean, truthfully, a lot of times if I don't agree with the reason, then I don't want to do it. <laughs> but give me a good reason. Like, if you can't defend the reason why you want me to do something, then I shouldn't have to do it because it's dumb. Right? <laughs> but if you can give me a good reason, then I'll do it. I was going to do it anyways. I'm just saying, explain it to me. What's this have to do with excuses? That's just another thing. (laughs) (laughs) And while we're on the topic. (laughs) And then, if I did something wrong, I would want to explain it. You know, that's not excuses, that's an explanation. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, then we get a little bit... Basically, Andy's like, do you think that Jen was a better friend to you than your actual friend? And she says yes. And then Lisa kind of goes... Starts diving in a little bit. Yeah, she wanted to address it right away. She basically said, you guys are all just like acting like everything is fine, but you all hate me all of a sudden because if I hadn't said what I said behind the door, then you all would love me right now. But also, it's I don't think that's an excuse. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's a... Actually, I think that's... Her going off like that on her rant, which she's mad about them putting in, is exactly the thing that people liked her for the most. Yeah, this season. So I'm like, I mean, I guess it hasn't happened yet. I forget. They're filming this, having seen it before it aired. So she doesn't know that yet. So I'm assuming she probably thought she was going to get backlash for it. Yeah. But really, but Heather said it. This is the most authentic you've been, and I would prefer that. Yeah. To whatever it is you're doing now. I do. I just think that she probably knows how it's affected Meredith and everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, even now, if now that the fans kind of think it's iconic, that doesn't change the fact that her personal friendships is kind of ruined because of it. Yeah. Well, it doesn't seem like she values it. <laughs> well, every time they show it back, it's so much. Like... She just goes, 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 goes. Yeah, she went in on them. And not just, and Meredith's thing is, don't talk about her family. And she went in on our family, you know? I'm just like, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. What well, wasn't crazy? It was, um, you know, somebody was angry. And she let it out. And she said how she really felt. And that's the tea. And I always said, they don't seem like good friends. They don't. Yeah. So, I don't care how long you've known her. Ten years, I don't think you're good friends. So, move on. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, it seems like they have moved on. Yes. <laughs> okay, so then Andy's asking Jenny about what it was like being um, an immigrant uh, and a woman of color in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. And she's basically said what, like, Jen has said and others. This is basically it's difficult because it's not a very diverse place to live in. Right. Um, we also find out that Lisa and her have been friends for, like, a long time. If Lisa's kids were two months old. Mm-hmm. At the chiropractor, <laughs> getting adjusted. Yeah, I don't know which baby she was talking about though. Her oldest or her youngest? But it is. I think it's her youngest because her Jenny's kids aren't yeah, as old as her oldest son. It is weird to me that uh, that Meredith said she's only Jenny had only met her that one time and known her for a week when the show started, mm-hmm. and yet they're best friends with Lisa and. Jenny, like I just feel like they, if Jenny is best friends with Lisa, and if Meredith is best friends with Lisa, then why have they never met? It seems weird. Oh, I think the best friend thing was just more like a, I don't know, a way to make it seem like they were closer for maybe alliance purposes. I don't know, but I don't think 
It also makes you question uh, Lisa's political beliefs. Right. She said she didn't know, but ain't no way. If you close with her, you know. Yeah. Do you think it's impossible to be a celebrity in 2022 and be a Republican? No, there's plenty of them. But I mean, do you think it's like, it's hard to have like fans? No, there's plenty of them. What are you talking about? The ones that are, are like political commentators, I feel like though. I think it's hard in certain industries, right? Like housewives. No, because there's some of them that are, you know, that are vote have been vocal about that, and they still have fans. So. I just feel like uh, I'm just thinking about like all, everyone's response on Twitter. But there's a di- okay. But there's a difference between a political belief and like a like a character, not a character fault. Like racism isn't pol- well; it can be politicized, but really, it's not a political thing. It's racist is a you know. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I feel like the Black Lives Matter was movement was pretty. That was her argument. I think was that her, she was saying she wasn't against black people. She was a, she was thinking that the Black Lives Matter movement was in a political sense. I just mean I feel like and I the could riots and all. I guarantee you, at least Meredith and Lisa are conservative. I mean, I could, I could see that. But do you think that they have to appear not conservative on Twitter to keep their yeah, fans? I don't... Uh, to keep some of their fans, I probably, and to keep yeah. the peace. I mean, I'm sure it's not... And I don't necessarily know that everybody needs... I don't know. It is a show about people's lives, so that stuff is kind of central in a way. But also, not everybody needs to flay out what they believe all the time. But I don't know. I mean, if you're making money from your existence, maybe you should be honest about it. But then, yeah, you might lose people for it. Well, I think we, Seth's Reagan Bush shirt said all we need to know about that. His post was very convincing, though. Well, was it convincing? He post. He sent a it DM did, to someone. It seemed very... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that was if they got somebody to help with like the PR side of it where he did, but then she kind of, she ruined did it. it. I don't know. It was very strange. If you all don't know last episode, Seth wore a Reagan Bush shirt to the eighties party. And then he apologized to someone in a DM that then went like, got screenshot and went all over Twitter. Yeah. Basically saying that he did had no idea that Reagan basically, um, made sure that the AIDS pandemic like never stopped. Like, didn't get any, the right they medicine did. made, uh, basically they, killed. It, it was a deadly pandemic that, I mean, obviously not to the scale of COVID, but that was, that they ignored because the people most affected by it were gay people, gay people, and they didn't care about that. And so, and countless people died because it wasn't prioritized. And he basically said he didn't know. Any of that. <laughs> Which I... Okay. I can almost believe... It's, it's hard to believe because if he you are... It. No. It, because as a gay people, you, we know some of these things. We get to choose our family. Yeah. And, <laughs> and our presidents. <laughs> um, no, but I, I could see how somebody who isn't gay is not educated on the history of AIDS. Yeah. Also, there's lots of gay people who are ignorant about AIDS. So, yeah. But Meredith then tweeted, it was a joke. Get over it. Yeah, that's rude. 
Yeah. Well, I, I don't... Okay. I don't think he should be filleted for it. You know what I mean? Like, Reagan was a president for a large part of the 80s. It, it just was looks 80s bad. Party, but when you have a... Okay. An unout queer son. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. It's just like... I. He's clearly not heteronormative, right? And you want to do the clothing line with Glad. It is a little bit of a faux pas to then, on the same episode, the same wear episode. a Reagan shirt. And that's why it's like, you can't, you know, it's like, I, it's like you're doing positive, but then you don't know what you're talking about some ways. I get why people were a little like, uh, excuse you. But then I also understand if he did. Though. Yeah, but I think Meredith should have just been like, We'll be better about it, that in the future. It wasn't something that we was on our radar. Instead of saying, "Get over it." Yeah. Also, how's it a joke? It's not a joke, right? It was a it's a, it's a reference a to the eighties. It's a clearly owns. Yeah, it was a reference to the eighties, which is not a joke. <laughs> what are you joking about? <laughs> I mean, you could argue Reagan was a joke, child. But, but um, okay, so then Jenny's mad that Heather's like calling her a minion, Lisa's minion. Um, but basically Heather was just saying that Lisa's controlling and kind of picks and chooses when to be friends with people, including Jenny. Um, then we get basically start talking about how Mary said a bunch of insensitive, racially insensitive remarks. Mm -hmm. Um, she's called Jenna Mexican thug. She said a ton of blatantly racist things about Jenny, mocking Jenny. Um, and Jenny said it was hurtful but then she said, she's a minority, I'm a minority, we're supposed to respect each other. Support, yeah. Um, yeah, respect and support each other. And that's very hypocritical. <laughs> because she did not respect or support another minority group in her Facebook post. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but she did start talking about a little bit about how, because of the virus, there was a, has been a lot of... Anti, oh yeah. Asian hate. 2020 was bad yeah. for that stuff. And the kind of the things that, that Mary's thing is just perpetuating that. Mm -hmm. um, and she doesn't want her daughters to see that. And yeah, I fully agree with that. And Heather brought up the point, which was, do you think that Mary kind of is just, is racist toward Asian people? And that's kind of why she never gave her a chance this season. Yeah, I think the way Heather said it was, I think a part of Mary is racist. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. I mean, that was pretty direct. Like, <laughs> but then I think Andy said, Mary said to him that black people can't be racist was her yeah, defense. response. Mm -hmm. um, so then Jenny, so then Meredith kind of goes on why she doesn't like Jenny <laughs> rant, um, saying the thing about spreading the lies about the private investigator. And she said it was weird that she didn't accept the used shoes, but then she gave Seth used golf balls for his birthday. Uh-huh, the tea. But then, but then Meredith was like, I still have them. I can donate them to the clubhouse. And Andy said, I don't think that's iconic enough. Yeah, the burn. <laughs> there was a little burn there. She reached. She reached too far. Yeah, they weren't even on the show. So. Yeah, right. Well, that'd be funny if she brought out a bucket. But also, why did they give... Use golf balls. It was probably... Also, she can't say my husband. Like, your husband's Vietnamese also. So, if it's cultural, that he would know. Uh, right. I think... Um, I mean, the thing that I would think is they know that he plays a lot of golf. And sometimes people know people that work at golf oh, places. Okay. These people are millionaires. 
I mean, that's true, but I just mean whenever, like, I've had friends growing up that played golf and they mm -hmm. knew people who worked at golf courses. So they would just have buckets of used golf balls that they couldn't, like, use. Mm -hmm. So they would give them to our friends and then they would just hit them into, like, lakes or the woods to just practice on because you just have unlimited golf balls. So that's how I would guess they probably were just like, I have this bucket of golf balls if you want to practice with. Mm. Even if you're rich, like, you could still use that. I don't know. I feel like, okay. I get what you're saying. I, I think that for somebody's birthday, like, that seems like something you do on, like, a random day. You're like, I have all these. You can have yeah. them, whatever. And, like, for somebody's birthday, I don't think used <laughs> golf balls. Is, even if the bucket, it's not <laughs> suitable. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so then they start talking about how Meredith didn't say anything um, standing up for Jenny uh, or anybody when Mary was being rude the whole season. Yeah. And they basically just say what they've said the whole time is that Meredith should have been more vocal on camera about the things that she was saying and not laughed about it with her or just stayed quiet. Right. Um, and Lisa's kind of saying she's shocked about that Meredith wasn't doing those things. Um, but then the, Andy reads a card that says that Jenny does a black scent when she gets angry at Mary. Yeah. I feel like that is a reach. Yeah. I well the the point I think the person was trying to make is that whenever Jenny gets was fighting with Mary, she her mannerisms and maybe the the choice of words was very, you know, uh or I don't think that's the right word. What? Ebonics, maybe? What are you trying to do with this? <laughs> I don't want to be saying all the wrong things now. I'm just say a regular word. <laughs> so the whole black scent thing being like she's taking on mannerisms of a black woman. Yeah. In a, a in an argument, word choice and body language. Because Mary's black, I guess, was the point. But then Jenny only fought with Mary to that level. So like I don't there wasn't, I think, another person to have the example, like yeah. a comparison. And I don't think to me, it just came out I, that I she's angry. Yeah. I, well, screaming. but the thing is, is like, I get, okay, like, appropriation and all that stuff is like, for black culture is a thing. Yeah. But I don't know that I would say wagging your finger and bobbing your head is specific to one culture or ethnicity. Yeah. I think everybody kind of has, like, a pop-off move. Yeah. So. That's kind of what I thought, too, but. I, that didn't hit my radar at all. No. So I was like, okay, I don't... Also, I don't think Jenny even understood what he was really saying. Yeah, I think she was... I think she took it as, like, her... Actual accent. Verbal accent. Yeah. So, but they just glossed over it after that. They just was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then, this is when Andy says that Mary said she can't be racist because she's black, and then Jenny looked straight at the camera and said, anyone can be racist. Mm-hmm. Put that... That's juxtapose a... that next to one of the Facebook Oh, posts, right, right, right. That would be really... A really funny it's a mean waiting to happen yeah okay so then andy says by a show of hands who thinks that lisa is the poster in the group yeah <laughs> and they all raise their hand except jenny mm -hmm. um and then jen said i think one of them is also on this couch talking about whitney and then whitney basically was just saying like she 
She owned up to it. She said. She said Lisa, Lisa starts throws the batons, it. and no, I she said it. Lisa starts it, and I and I take the baton and yeah. run with it. You know. So I, and which I, I think this season you could say is probably for the most part true, except for maybe with the Mary stuff because yeah. I think that was all kind of. Maybe the point was that Lisa brought Cameron to the party, and she kind of started the whole thing with Mary's church that way. Yeah. But Whitney really ran with it. I mean, Whitney also kind of ran with the fake memorial story. Not fake, but date. But who started it is the thing. I feel like Lisa started it. Right, that's what she's saying. She's like, Lisa stirs it, and then I just take it and run with it. Heather started the maybe... Meredith had something to do with the FBI call. <laughs> <laughs> and then Whitney ran with that. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, do you, I'll be Meredith, you be Lisa. She said, Meredith said, I feel like I've been played a fool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, well, I don't know what Lisa says. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Good role playing there. Um, then Lisa Sound is asked about the catering thing. And yet again, there's a binder of text messages on a Housewives reunion. Mm-hmm. And they were basically saying, Angie said something like, don't tell Lisa about doing the cater the caterers don't tell Lisa that you're doing the show that night. Uh-huh. And then Lisa's like, what is or they're kinda like, what does that have to do with anything? And then somehow Heather just blurts out, you call this inbred polygamous cousins. And then she's no, like, Oh, this was <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> she was saying So they were insinuating that it was weird in the text messages that Angie uh, has said not to mention it. But then Whitney and Heather were saying that she only said that for production. Because well, production had asked her to not let Lisa know that this was happening. For whatever reason. But so, then obviously Lisa found out. And allegedly <laughs> made them pull out. Had her assistant that she doesn't own. Right. Even though she has seven lawyers. <laughs> 23 lawyers. Um... And then they were talking about why Angie, how Lisa was trying to tell Angie not to be friends with Whitney, not to claim her as family is what Lisa said. Yeah. And that's how the inbred cousin thing came up. Yeah. Which she did say on camera in the talking head interview. And it's funny. It's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Then Meredith said... Basically, like, that night with Angie, do you feel like I had your back? And Lisa said, yeah. And then Meredith's like, mm-hmm. See? See, bitch? I had your back. I just really feel like... That's another example of, like... I, it's too... What is the word? Serendipitous? Synchronicity? God. Big words. <laughs> the, it's just too coincidental for Lisa to not have been involved some way in it. It's just too many things lined up that it's like you can't okay and then the whole filming afterwards at the restaurant but i think the reason she kind of brought the text messages is because she is gonna i think she was like saying that the the restaurant thing wasn't planned because she knew they were gonna be filming there already yeah they knew they were gonna be filming already i do feel bad for the caterers because they're like they're like two chances to be on tv were kind of just shot down Mm-hmm. They probably were thinking, imagine if you had a business and then a major show said, you're going to be on two of the episodes and you're like, oh my gosh, it's going to do so good for business. <laughs> Ruined it. Yeah. 
But I feel like they don't really even tell where, like, they, they show the restaurant names, but I don't think they ever Never say who the, the caterers are. Yeah. At TV, at uh, parties and stuff like that. So then Andy's kind of like last season, or toward the end of the season, Heather and Lisa became friends. What happened? And then Heather was like, or then I think he mentioned that they are now friends with Angie. And Heather said, yeah, we were we we are friends with Angie and we went on a yacht that they actually paid for because her husband is actually rich, unlike you who rents yachts to take pictures on Instagram. Yeah. This was I, I was this was unexpected because I didn't know that this was a like I know people in the on the cast that insinuate that Lisa's fake. I thought they just meant like in her personal like the way she handles herself socially. Or her friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not money. So I mean, she has seven lawyers. She has a lot of money, and it seems a little below the. I don't know. It was a little below the belt. It was, yeah. I that, that's what I thought too. I was like, Heather, you don't have to be talking about how much money you have compared to Lisa. Yeah. So I I, I get her trying to make a point about how Lisa just being fake all around, and she's clearly mad. But it was a little. I was like, this feels a little unnecessary. Yeah. Also, you don't know people's bank. Like, you don't really, you know, I mean, maybe, ugh, I don't know, it's hard. But also. Part of me is like, maybe you should. <laughs> I don't know. But also, like, it's kind of just stupid because that's, Instagram people, influencers always rent things or go somewhere just for yeah. the photo. Also, I mean, talk about um, privilege. Um, you know, being able to rent a yacht is nice. That's right. like. You know, not most people, that's expensive, you know? Even if you rented it, it's like... Also, it's just... You you can't just be comparing yourselves and putting someone down for renting a boat and taking a picture on it. Like, right. that's stupid. It is People rent boats all the time when they're on vacation. Yeah. And she said that um, Angie's husband used to say bad things about Heather. And I think Whitney, too. But they said it was because Lisa was only presenting a uh, filtered you know, perception of them. Yeah. The, I think these are things that Heather just has kept in her mind. And then she, now she's just like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to say that one. Yeah. Because this is also when she says that she likes Lisa when she's being the real Lisa and not fake. And that she's not uh, being a caric- caricature of someone that she read in a teen magazine in eighth grade that said how to be a cool, mean girl. <laughs> this, yes. This is the best uh, read. It was. I mean, it, it so was far. because it was, it's very accurate. It was, yes. But I, but I don't really think that Lisa tries to be mean, girl. I think she tries to be cool and, well, I guess mean, but more just like manipulate things for the story. Yeah. It's clear that she has, she does not, whether because she's afraid of it or it's just her own personality, she does not like to be viewed as incompetent. Yeah. Or unprepared or, like, she doesn't know what she's doing. And, you know, when you're just constantly saying things, like, she's constantly explaining it away in the sense of, like, uh, I don't do that. I don't think that. You think that. And you're putting it on me. Or I, you know, when she just deny, 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 deny. Yeah. All bad things, she denies. Yeah. And you can't be 100% perfect. And she says that, that she knows that, but... If you're just constantly denying and rationalizing how you're right all the time, then clearly you are delusional. Yeah. So I tend to believe 
when people say you're like, I'm going to believe Heather because, and maybe that outburst you had is more the real you because it's felt the most, most authentic <laughs> thing you've said. And you also are clearly delusional. So maybe that is who you are. Well, not who you are entirely, but like maybe your opinions of people are not so sweet all the time and you don't maybe always want the best for everybody. I also, I mean, I guess maybe I've just never been that mad, but I just don't think that I've ever gotten so mad that I've gone on a rant like that. Even oh. just to myself or to you or to... I have. <laughs> About me? No. <laughs> <laughs> and you would do a two for a check. Um, no, yeah, I for sure have done that. I just feel like... Oh, fuck, I'm stupid. Uh, no, I will... Yeah, say horrible things in my mind about people. <laughs> but out loud? Mm, I have fake arguments. I prepare myself. Out loud? Yeah. Well, when nobody else is around. <laughs> you know. I think that's, to me, that's normal, right? But I think people handle things differently. But, like, I have put, you know, <laughs> put myself in scenarios and I pretend, what would I say? I think so. it's a little hypocritical of Heather to be so mean right now and then call someone a mean girl and... Like, say that that brought out their true character when you just showed your true character, apparently, with the yacht comment. Mm-hmm. Snotty. I don't think it's mean girl. I think... I don't know if I would say, like, you... That... Telling someone that their husband doesn't have enough money for them to buy a yacht and rubbing it in your face is mean. Yes. But that doesn't, that doesn't automatically make you a mean girl. Mean girl's like consistent behavior. Hmm. Maybe it was a mean know. thing to say, but I think Lisa is consistently fake. Yeah. So I don't think that makes her mean girl either, but. So. Okay. Then Andy says to Jen, kind of like, why do you think that Lisa brought up the whole fashion designer thing um, before the veil trip? And they basically all just say that she, they think that she wanted to. Put Lisa or put Whitney down, kind of call into her character and say that it like create beef between Jen and Whitney. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Jen again mentions how she saw everything that everyone was saying behind her back, and then she now knows who her real friends are and stuff like that. Mm. Do you think did Whitney and Heather say a lot? I don't even remember. It's hard to say because I don't think any of them really said anything that was unex that any that was unexpected or like what I would think about if I was in their shoes. But I could see how Jen being it did come across very much like they believed the worst right away. Yeah. So I could imagine that being very hurtful because your friends obviously they're like Jen wire fraud. I could see that, <laughs> you know, like versus being like, no, Jen would never do that. You but know? also, it's one thing to just. If you heard a rumor and be like, oh, I've heard a rumor that Jen is defrauding people, but she got arrested and it's on the news. Like, You're right. I would have, if I was reading those headlines, I would talk as if they were guilty. Like, in the way I was talking and speculating on mm -hmm. the field trip, I think. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think they did anything wrong, but I could see how she would take it poorly because... Yeah. They did just automatically believe it. Well, and Meredith is saying the thing about the stealing the purse, which is calling into... Basically, you're saying, well, I would believe she does this because she does a bunch of other shitty illegal things. Yeah, but she didn't do that. Somebody in her Squad. employment did that. I don't know. I, I like you said, it wasn't like a rumor. But they also said, 
when this all happened that she had explained how she made money and a lot of them were like, I don't understand it and it sounds a little shysty. Yeah, even Andy talked about it in the last So, I, you know, <clears throat> it is what it is. Yeah. Alright, so then they ask, they get asked about the Fresh Wolf event and he's like, did your kids really put the guest list together? And she said, yeah. And then he was like, why would you, and why would they invite Whitney and not Jen? And she says basically that she invited Whitney as like an olive branch, which I do think that. Yeah. It is just kind of hard to see it immediately after you throw her under the bus with Jen. Uh-huh. Um, but then she was saying that Jen and her got into like a fight on the phone. Her kids were crying and they didn't want to invite her. Right. And that... But then they also didn't talk about it, but one of them said, why is your, was your kid in the car at 2 a.m.? Like saying the fight was like really late at night. Mm. So why is your kid like up listening to it? But, I, you know. Late night Wendy's run. <laughs> right. Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. But then I also don't like, whatever. You know, some kids are awake late. Or there could be any number of reasons why. Yeah. And they didn't really address it. So I, I mean, was, I thought it was if a it was strange. a weekend... Like, my mom would let us stay up late, especially if we went out somewhere with her. Right. Some people's families are like, that wasn't, that that did not happen in my family. Like, kids were like, 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock, bedtime. Hmm. We were like, we would bring like pillows and blankets to parties and like fall asleep at some point. Yeah, socially adjusted family. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, thought... That that was the whole point of her bringing Whitney was the Cameron thing. Yeah. Mm, so. But I do think. Uh, well, that was Meredith, though, right? Meredith talked to Cameron, not Whitney. Yeah, Meredith talked to Cameron. I think Whitney didn't come. No, it was to the last minute. That's right. Exactly. But yeah, if, if she would have been there, then that would have been two people that heard the Cameron thing. Yeah. And speculated more on it. Uh, and then. They keep going back and forth, and then Lisa said, I love Jen Shaw, as controversial as that is. And then Jen's like, why'd you have to say that part? Drop the disclaimer. <laughs> Which I agree. I mean, I think, I get what she's saying. Like, if you're going to say you love somebody, you don't have to make it. It's a, such a pain, you right? Say, like, despite the fact that you're going to, I have to be put through you going through a trial or whatever. Right. And I liked how she was like, I don't do that. It's like, I she's she threw it right back at her and said, I suffer for being friends with you. But she I said, I am liked on the show, bitch. Oh. <laughs> Did she say that? <laughs> no, yeah. that's basically what she said. Right. So... I uh, I did I never thought about it until then until she said it but I understand why and I kind of feel bad. Well, I guess I wouldn't feel bad if she is defrauding people, but yeah. Otherwise, we'll see very soon. I wonder like how long because there's going to be a jury and everything, so I wonder mm-hmm. how long cases like this last. I have no idea. I feel like a while. There's a lot of money involved and people involved. I mean, I think actually I don't know. So, this but like is all the Elizabeth spe- Holmes case took months. This is all speculation, but I think they're shorter than criminal, like uh, murder type things because there's a lot of like this is business and money and like numbers, which I think so, is yeah, like easier to like there a little less. But I don't know. Actually, they might have witnesses and who knows and who done it. And Stu takes the stand. Um, all right, so that trial is literally... It's like three weeks 22 away. 22 days away. Yeah. 
So that is wild. That's going to like coincide right when this is done airing. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll have some trial recaps immediately after oh, this is done. Lord. Um, and then next week on, they say, Andy asks who has received mean texts from Mary, and they all raise their hand, except Jenny, who Mary doesn't text at all. Right. Um, and then they start talking about Cameron, and Lisa said that he was on a path of spiritual healing, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then she said, she implied that he kind of had an actual relationship with Mary, and then... Or no, Whitney said that. Oh, someone said that. Yeah. And then... It felt like Lisa was backtracking, and it felt like Whitney was leaning in. Well, and then she's, like, saying that the mortgage stuff, like, that Meredith told her that that wasn't true. It was very... That's what I'm saying. It's very confusing. That's... I... It is a develop it. That made no sense. Maybe... It's a developing story. Whitney is gonna come out with, like, what more was said on the phone. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, cause she said she talked to him for a long time, right? She said like three hours or something. Right. So. It's a shame that Cameron can't tell his story though. Hmm. Like that he's dead and they're just like all talking about what he said or didn't say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe that's why they, she wants to backtrack because he can't, you know. I guess. But I mean, I think that's pro Cameron to say that's, that. Especially if he, felt, you know, if he felt a certain type of way about yeah. it. I don't know. It's all very messy. Also, why did Whitney apologize about talking about Mary's church if she's just going to do it on the reunion? You know? <laughs> what That's was true. the point? But honestly, I wouldn't apologize for it after seeing that episode with in the church. Oh, yeah, with Jen? I mean, it basically shows what they're saying the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and then we get another, I guess, hot mic moment with Lisa... And she's at least behind the door saying that, like, you guys knew what you were doing when you put that in there. I think it gave them all a reason to hate me uh, and say, like, that's who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if it's the only authentic thing that you've said, then they don't have much to go off of is what they're saying, sweetie. Yeah. You- I just don't know. I don't know how you can say something while your cameras are rolling and not expect it not to go on the show. Yeah. Also, these people Even are not your best. They're not your besties. They're, like, making a show. You know? Right. Don't expect them to be, look out for you all the time. Also, even just, like, if there was a camera in there or a producer, I would just assume I'm mic'd. Yeah. Even if my personal mic is turned off, they have, the cameras have microphones, uh-huh. the boom mics, everything. Like, uh-huh. they're there. They're going to get, if if they even got the tiniest audio of it, they would enhance that until you could hear, or at least just do the subtitles of it. Yeah. And I, I think I'm being a little dramatic by saying it's the only authentic thing she said, but it's the most direct outburst where it's like, even if she was being hyper hyperbolic, like just saying things she doesn't actually believe to be mean, at least you expressed that you are pissed off and mad at a person yeah you know and but you don't but she doesn't have equal expressions of joy outbursts she doesn't have she's just very controlled in how she in her appearance yeah that's so true. when there's a chink and somebody gets to see behind the curtain just this time it happened to be a bad moment you know but they don't have much to go off of is what they're saying so yeah. and i i obviously agree i wonder 
Um, they also didn't show her storming off next episode, so that must be like the start of the third episode, I would assume. Yeah. I don't think she'll leave the reunion. They show her in the parking lot. Yeah, it's dramatic. I mean, I maybe she does. Is it a possibility? Yes. Do I think she actually leaves a new? New. Um, I'm thinking about next season and how they basically started filming with Jenny already and then had to mm-hmm. kick her off. Do you think that they would replace, like, put a new housewife in halfway through a season or whatever, three episodes in or whatever? Yeah. Like, I wonder how that works with casting. Mm-hmm. I think there's been other times where somebody's showed up partway through. That's true. Who was that one girl in Beverly Hills that showed up halfway through? Don't remember. <laughs> she was at a party. Was it recent? No. She was at a party and then it was the, the O.J. Simpson girl. Faye Resnick? No. She was beefing with Faye. It doesn't matter. She came halfway through. Hmm. She didn't even get like a, a quote at the beginning until she came in. You literally don't remember because you walked in and you were like, that girl looks really familiar. I wonder where I know her from. And then you Googled oh, it and she was from the housewife. Yes. <laughs> she looks like Aviva, but it's not Aviva. She only stayed one season. Yeah. I know. The very the one with the, she didn't have hearing in one ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, if anybody wants to Google that, you can. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, but, yeah, I feel like next week seems like we're going to get... Even more drama and payoff. Mm, payoff. We, we deserve to be paid. Payoff from the last episode that wasn't that good. <laughs> True. But I think for the opening of this reunion, it was uh, it was good. It was not wild, but it was filled with some unexpected twists and turns. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens next. Yeah, me too. All right. <laughs> All right, well, if you liked this episode of A Privileged Twinks, you can rate us on Apple. And I think they're bringing rating to Spotify, too, if you listen there. And definitely share it with any of your Real Housewives of Salt Lake City viewing friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you have any thoughts about what we should do after the show or anything like that, you can message us on... Hang on, I added our podcast to... A podcasting social media. Let me find what it's called. So if you go to reason.fm, you can search for our podcast and you can leave comments for us and things like that. Um, You can also leave ratings and stuff on there. But basically you can talk about each episode in different threads and things like that. So if you have anything you want to say about this episode or what we should do in the future once the show stops airing, definitely go to reason.fm and search for Privileged Twinks. And we would love to hear from you and... Get a chance to just respond to people who listen to us. Tea. Yeah. Yeah. And as always, thank you so much for listening. This has been Privileged Twinks. I'm Tyler. Oh, thank you so much. I'm Travis. And yeah, bye. Goodbye.